This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose. Well, I'm Simon Rose. He's Steve Kaplan. Gadgets and gizmos covering every single aspect of the world of tech, Indeed. even though we don't know the difference. And we're going to start with cosmic concrete. I wasn't expecting that. No, we weren't expecting what that. Is it's cosmic, exciting, isn't it? What is cosmic well, concrete? Is it just slapping a, slapping a label on it and expecting to pay, you know, to charge 10% more? Oh, much more than 10% more in okay. this case. Right. This is a scientist from the University of Manchester. We tried to work out a way to make concrete on Mars. Obviously, they can't <laughs> lug sacks of concrete up there. So they've devised the technique for making concrete from Martian soil mixed with astronaut blood what yes well apparently you're not going to build a, a high-rise apartment block if you're having not. to wait for astronauts to donate blood surely possibly not but they reckon that uh, six astronauts on a two-year mission could make uh 500 kilograms of concrete between them and each of them could make enough to house one extra astronaut I, don't, oh, I mean, they my. obviously they'd be Goodness. moving quite slowly by the time they'd leached themselves of all that blood. <laughs> no, apparently it's based on an ancient Chinese architectural method which used pig blood to strengthen concrete. They could, have, right. of course, take pigs to Mars, but that would be ridiculous. Well, I suppose they could take baby pigs to Mars, but then what would they feed them on in the meantime? No, 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 that wouldn't work at all. No, that wouldn't work. But uh, um, I, I, has anybody actually ever donated any blood in space? Because for all we know, it's incredibly debilitating in a way it might not be on Earth. I'm sure it's incredibly debilitating, as you say, debilitating. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but apparently they can also strengthen it with urea, which is found in urine, sweat and tears. So, frankly, blood, sweat and tears is what it's going to take. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. It is, isn't That's it? Certain to, yes. Yeah. I suddenly sort of find the waiting list of astronauts wanting to go to Mars is rather shorter than when they announced this. Fascinating. Unless the astronauts have bladder problems or indeed hemophiliacs. Uh, so they're obviously thinking long term in Mars because uh, none of the astronauts who went to the moon, and here's a quiz question, how many astronauts actually stepped onto the moon? Um, none oh. of them uh, actually um, had to build anything with concrete. Uh, no, they didn't. But if they go to Mars, they're going to go for more than just a quick visit, drop on the moon, whack a golf ball around, plant a flag and then home again. Um, I suppose so. So how many astronauts mm. did? Kind of very good pub quiz question. How many astronauts, how many astronauts actually stood, stood on, on the, the moon? moon? I would guess six. Twelve. Twelve. Huh. Apollo 11 through to 17. 13 okay. didn't get there. 13 13. Didn't no, get there. it didn't. It didn't. Mm. You're right. Right, so what right. now? Well, what talking now? of urine, <laughs> as we were, yes. let us segue into cow urine. Cow right. urine being one of the most damaging things on the planet, not because it's so toxic in itself, because there's so many of them. Uh, right. The problem is it's very high in nitrogen. 
which both leaks nitrates into drinking water and uh, leaks nitrous oxide into the air. Please tell me you're not going to start talking about nappies for cows. No, one okay. step beyond that, it's right. the mulu. <laughs> oh, no. The mulu is uh, it's, it's a scientist from Australia and I think from Germany. I don't quite know how they managed to team up or where yes. the cows are located. I suggest, I imagine the cows are located in Australia because otherwise they wouldn't call it the mulu. They'd call it something right. much, much longer with twice as many syllables. Yes. Uh, they've, they've trained 16 cows to use the mulu. And the way it works is that it feeds them when they use it. Right. So they get like a tasty snack. When they're not using it, if they try to relieve themselves, shall we say, elsewhere, mm -hmm. they are deterred by splashes of cold water and what they describe as collar vibration. I suspect vibration may be a euphemism for strong electric shock. Wow. Hmm. Okay. But, well, I'm glad it's, glad it's being used for cows and not people trying to make sure their partners actually pee in the right place at home. Okay. <laughs> that'll come yes, you wait and see uh, yes i'm sure it will oh well and do you think this is going to solve the world problem you think all the cows how many cows are we talking you probably don't know how exactly how many cows how many cows there, there are in the world the world uh let your, me see if google your, your eyes have gone off to the side yes professor google is now being consulted um how many cows are in an the world um well there are 19 Quite billion a lot. chickens in the world it told me you that didn't, you didn't oh, ask that one and a half billion cows one and a half billion and like well that's that's pretty good for a pub quiz question how many cows and indeed yeah. how many chickens there are in the world yeah so one and a half billion cows that'll need a yeah. lot of loos they would i mean whoever gets the contract to build those are going to be laughing yes yes as yeah. soon as you spot anybody who starts you know making uh moo loos let me know yes that. <laughs> Okay, and will they capture? They won't cap capture the nitrates in some way. Can it be useful? I don't think so, but they can dispose of them. Well, I suppose they can recycle it in in some clever way. I'm not entirely yeah. sure how, but they can stop it leaking where it doesn't ought to be leaking. I think that's the uh, the main thing. Okay, well, let's yeah. have one of these. That's our sort of punctuation mark, but I don't know if it's a colon or a semicolon. Or even a, a, a dash. No, no, no. That one's a full stop because we're moving on to an entirely different paragraph. Okay. Um, yes. And what is in the paragraph? Well, if you thought the Mulu was silly, you're going to love oh, this one. Oh, God. Okay, yes. Um, UK, uh, the UK has freight problems, as you know, yes. partly due to a lack of HGV drivers hmm. and partly because uh, they're clogging up the motorways and they're smelly and they burn fossil fuels and all hmm. those bad things. Hmm. Well, the, the ever-inventive Grant Shapps, uh, is, he, um, is he still the transport minister or was he shuffled? I, I don't, don't know. know. I think he's still the transport minister. Still there. I, Extraordinary. I need... I need advice. Can you ask Professor why. Google? Okay. Uh, I won't ask Professor Google. But we'll, I'm sure someone will write in and tell us. Okay. He has found a solution. Submarines. Right. What? Yes. Not just submarines, but hydrogen-powered autonomous submarines. Right. Do yes. we have hydrogen-powered submarines? Not yet. Do we have but autonomous submarines? He is going to build a fleet of 10 of them and operate them between Glasgow and Belfast. Well, personally? I imagine he'll get one of his that's minions a, that's to a do it. Oh, I see. I was going to say, <laughs> sort of handy, handy hobby in his garden shed. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but 
I mean, it just seems so ridiculous. I mean, how do you load freight onto a submarine? Submarines, as we do you know, think he, do you have think small he's not, hatches on top. Yes, clearly he's not watching Vigil at the moment. On he's the clearly telly. not watching Vigil. Because they have these little hatches. Yes, they have these little hatches. So, I don't know, maybe maybe you have to pour the freight in through a tube. You can't well, load a it, container. Well, it could be missile-shaped um, freight that could then be fired out. Sausages. Sausages. There was a problem. There was a problem about getting sausages to Belfast, wasn't there? Well, this is the answer. There's Pipe them into a submarine, fire is. them out of the torpedo tubes. Yes, yes, and also with paperwork. Yes. Well, if they're being fired, exactly. there's no paperwork yeah. involved. No paperwork involved. Brilliant. God, you've solved the whole exactly. problem. Why did the government not... not employ you? You should have been there in the reshuffle. <laughs> uh, well, I'll like tell them. Not only will it be hydrogen, uh, hydrogen-powered and autonomous, it will also collect microplastics as it ploughs its furrow between Glasgow and Belfast. So win, win, win. He yes, reckons you'll have it... them by 2026. So if you're, going to make, them. if you're going to come up with something that's totally, un- you're considering this to be totally unfeasible, I mean, you could have added lots of other things. Like? Well, I don't know, fly to Mars and make concrete at the same time. Yeah. I mean, just add anything to it, really, if it's not it, going to happen. It is astonishingly unfeasible. But the contract has been awarded. They've 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 got their funding. Looks they? like they're going to go ahead and do it. Yes. Does the surname of the person who's got the funding in any way similar to any cabinet minister? <laughs> I certainly, almost certainly, a drinking buddy of a cabinet minister. Okay. Well, green hydrogen-powered autonomous subs collecting microplastics as they go. Well, what a great idea. Exactly. And talking of green things, yes. it has been decided by the Home Office, that mm. electric... Oh, no, by the Transport Minister, not Grant Chaps, a different Transport Minister, that uh, electric charging points will be mandatory at every new home and office. Mm. Uh, the problem is, when people get home, they're going to want to plug their cars in. So they're going to have to have some kind, kind of smart charging queuing system so it doesn't overwhelm the national grid by everyone charging at the same time. But of course they're going to charge at the same time. The last thing you want is to get up in the morning to drive to work and get a message saying, your car is important to us, mm. you're being held in the queue and charging will start next Thursday. Well, you, you've discussed this before because we don't think, as far as we're aware, that enough attention has been given to how all these cars are going to charge, particularly as many homes are now being built where people, they're trying to discourage car use, so they're not even letting people have parking facilities at their home. Yes. So yes. there's not much point in having a charging point for a car that you can't actually park at home. There is that. There is um, that. I wonder if they thought that one through. And Because they're so good at thinking things through. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and to be honest, at each office, not off, every office has car parking facilities. So, uh, I, I, yeah. Possibly they may need to, yes, mark their homework five out of ten. Indeed. Re- redo this. Have another yes. think. Think yes. again. Exactly. Okay. Um, well, why don't we just take a, a brief break and then what, a good idea. what else you've got on your list? Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. 
Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Simon Rose in conversation with Steve Captain talking about gadgets and gizmos. I have a slightly military gadget coming up. In fact, I slightly. Which I mean, slightly thoroughly, military. Oh, thoroughly okay. military. Thoroughly you, military. Is it thoroughly military? <laughs> I can't say it. Is it thoroughly military molly? It is not. There are no mollies involved. Or Millie. No, it was Millie, wasn't it? Okay, right. Uh, you've all seen the we all seen the movies in which uh, people with machine guns or indeed rifles are penned in behind some kind of uh, box or other obstacle, and they lift the gun over the top and fire it blindly without looking where they're shooting. Yes. Or, hold a, or hold a mirror up. Yes. Or hold a mirror up. Well, that mirror has evolved. It has Ooh. evolved into Arcas. Arcas being the assault rifle combat application system. Mm-hmm. And it consists of two main parts. There's a rifle scope, which is a camera and a computer that's married on the stock of the rifle. Mm-hmm. And there is a wireless eyepiece that fits onto the helmet. The idea being the eyepiece not only shows tactical information about the, the view in front, but shows the view that the rifle can see. So people can uh, shoot round corners with it. In their eyepiece, they can see exactly where they're aiming the gun, and uh, they don't have to get their heads in the way. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Not if you're on the receiving end, I imagine. No, but I imagine if you are on the receiving end, you'll pretty quickly get one of these as well. Yes. I mean, the British government will probably sell it to you because that's <laughs> yes. what we do. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sell weapons to people then use against us. Yes, exactly. Yeah, well, at least they're consistent. Okay, where do we go now? Something less military, perhaps. Yes, indeed. But if you like the idea of um, AR uh, headset, Hmm. how about our first Kickstarter project of the week? Can we have a little fan fan fact? And for the more traditionally minded of us, uh, you can have this one. Take your pick. No, 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 no. That's the old one. In fact, I know. Well, I said for the more traditionally minded people. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you can choose which one you want to have announced. I, okay. So I just well, but I the felt second a one, nostalgic longing for it. But you pressed the wrong one because that second one wasn't the, uh, the, the crowdfunding fanfare it was, at all. It was the surely. old one. It was the old one. Yeah, I thought it was the app of the week. I thought that was the app of the week fanfare. No. Oh, okay. Never mind. I, but I can press you the app of the week. Fanfare, oh, no, no, no. no we haven't got an app this week. Okay. This Fine. is the hollow swim. The hollow swim has nothing to do with floats. It right. is AR, augmented reality, swimming goggles. Oh, good gracious. So that as you're swimming along, it shows your time and your pace and the distance that you've travelled. Yeah, that's clever? quite clever. Mm. It is clever. It is clever. I'm not sure I'd want to know, but I think there'd be many no, no, keen swimmers who would. I think it's only for keen swimmers. Curiously, though, um, it also displays any incoming phone calls you might have. So, you, so hang on, are you having to use your phone in the water with you? Surely not. No, no, no. I know it's bizarre, isn't it? No, I think you've left your phone in the changing room. So when you get a call, you can't answer it, but you can jump out of the pool, run to the changing room, and they'll find you've missed it. I don't Slip, know. Slipping, slipping on the on the tile surface. Exactly. <laughs> several bones in the process. Yes, okay. Yes, well, I'm not sure about the phone call bit, but the rest of it sounds quite useful. Sounds I mean, most... Good. Most people who run and do other sort of athletic activities out of the water have similar devices, yeah. don't they? Yes. Yeah. 
I'm not sure, not sure they're in form of goggles, but yeah, very good. Hmm. Well, early bird pricing still available at the time of uh, doing this uh, this show, uh, sixty-five pounds. After which it will gradually rise to a hundred and eight pounds, being the standard Kickstarter price. And do you think they actually do work? I mean, I have a daughter who does quite a lot of swimming. I'm thinking yes. this might be quite useful. The sixty-five pounds doesn't seem excessively expensive. It doesn't. I mean, I don't know how they're going to protect the electronics from all that water, unless they have a sticker on it saying "Do, do you, not submerge in water." Did you, well, yes. Did you get the impression that they had thought about this? I did. I did. Okay. They show them in in operation, but they show them. Kind of on dry land is the only video of them working. So That's I don't know. a bit of a worry, don't you feel? I think maybe hold off on that. But if you do want a water-themed Kickstarter project, yes, here's our second one of the week. I think this is rather good. This well, is the see, I'm icon. glad now I gave you two fanfares before. Exactly, one for each. This is the Icon Wireless Portable Hydrojet Cleaner. Right. You know those pressure washers that you could use to wash your car with? No, but I know the ones that you can use to clean your patio with because my neighbour's been using one excessively recently ah. and all the water keeps coming down into my house. Not in the house, ah. but I mean, front, front path. Because he's it terrible over the mess. fence, does he? No, he just sprays it and we're on a slight hill and so it all comes ah. down into my front path. All the ah. dirt that they're getting rid of seems to be collecting in my place. So, yes, I know them very well. You know them. Okay, well, yes. maybe you can fire it back uphill again. Because the Icon Wireless Portable Hydrojet Cleaner, as the name implies, mm -hmm. is both wireless and portable. It uses a battery. And I think it's the first one of these things that I've seen. I think it's a very, very clever idea. So it's a high-pressure spray gun mm -hmm. with uh, six rotating nozzles, so you could have a fan or a mm -hmm. very tight jet. The tightest jet they showed cutting a watermelon in half. Good grief. That seems yes. a bit dangerous. It does seem a bit dangerous. They do say, don't point it at people. Yeah, <laughs> wow. that's going to happen. And um, well, I'm, I'm surprised the military don't put a, a gun sight on it. <laughs> They've almost set on this on the helmet around the corner. Yes, yes, they almost certainly will. Uh, you can attach it to a hose, or you can put its five meter uh, hose into a bucket, so you don't even have to have a hose nearby. Or you can attach a drinks bottle to it, so you can take one of those empty two litre coke bottles mm. fix that on and then you can go and well maybe not a whole car but you can certainly wash a bicycle down with it i think it's a very clever idea so much so that i've actually ordered one well Ooh. i say i've supported it on kickstarter but remains to be seen if it will ever arrive uh 79 uh that's uh 58 pounds and it ends on the 14th of october and i think it sounds like a jolly good thing well let us know if it arrives and um I'll bring a watermelon round. Brilliant. Yeah, I don't Brilliant. like watermelon very much. I, I love watermelon. I wonder if it does ordinary melons. Oh, certainly worth a try. They're smaller, so I think it should do. Okay. Well, we'll have another um, full stop then. So just one bit of tech news to come. Um, oh, yes, there's a new iPhone out. Just one? We've got quite a lot of time left. Oh, we have. I'm sure we can uh, <laughs> add in some more uh, okay. interesting things. Uh, the iPhone 13 was announced this week. Mm. To How do a, they uh, think of the names there. for their new iPhone? It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. They, they, they must have several math geniuses working at <laughs> Apple. Yeah, clearly, mm. clearly. And um, the iPhone 13 is actually... Not a huge boost on the iPhone 12. 
But the IT iPhone 13 Pro, which of course costs a bit more, uh, is quite a big boost, uh, mainly in the area of its cameras. So it has three cameras, as does the iPhone uh, 12 Pro, and indeed the iPhone 11 Pro, which is the one that I currently have. And these ones are much better at low light, plus the uh, telephoto camera that they call it. Not really telephoto, but it does up its range from a two times to a three times. So you can get that much closer mm. to the action. All of the cameras now have their special technology that makes them take very good pictures in low light. You showed me that uh, the last, mm. one of the last times we were together. Yes, you turned your bathroom light off and took a picture yes. and it was extraordinary. It was extraordinary. It took a perfect picture in a room in which I could see nothing. Yes. Really amazing. Well, you really think you should go around with your phone in front of you and then you can save on your electricity bill. Brilliant. I still have to charge the phone up, of course. Uh, there's always a catch to these There's things, always a there? catch. Anyway, um, um, longer battery life, which is something that people have been clamouring for for mm -hmm. quite a long time. Mm -hmm. The really interesting feature is that they are pushing it very hard as a movie camera. Right. Because it takes... I mean, the iPhone has for a long time taken very good video. Now they've built in what they call cinema mode video. Mm -hmm. And the way that it works is that it uses the LiDAR uh, detector in the camera to capture the depth of each scene as you film it, which means after you've filmed it, you can then choose where you want to focus. Cool. You can not only do that, you can decide how much uh, blur you want in the out-of-focus areas, and you can set the kind of type of bokeh that you get, which is the kind of uh, uh, geometric shapes you get around little light points. It seems absolutely marvellous. Uh, iPhone starting at £779, um, up to uh, 949 for the Pro version, up to a quite stonking £1,549 for the iPhone 13 Pro Max, which is the big one, with, get this, a terabyte of RAM. A terabyte. Terabyte? Awful lot of RAM. On a phone? Well, I think it's because they're pushing it as a video camera. And video wow. chews up um, gigabytes like, uh, like nothing else. Yes. It's gone. I, I mean, I know I say this from time to time, at least once a year, but yeah, my first ever hard drive with my first Apple computer, 20 megabytes. And the salesman yes. said, you'll never need another one. That's right. The same happened to me. And do you remember how much you paid for your 20 megabyte hard drive? No, I can remember the first laser printer, which was an X shop model, was four and a half thousand pounds. Yes. No, my first 20 drive. megabyte hard drive, 700 pounds. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Yes. My goodness. Astonishing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so there well, we go. You, 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 like I mean, you, like, you like taking pictures of your iPhones. You clearly will, will love this. Now, if only, if only, was it Greg Tolan was the cinematographer for Citizen Kenner? I can't remember, but I mean, he had to do it all beforehand. If only he had an iPhone 13, how much easier it would have been to make Citizen Kane? Not only that, but there is an automatic mode built into it. So say you've got someone close to the camera, obviously the mm. video will be focused on them. If someone comes in the background, it'll automatically switch to their face to put them into focus. Oh. Mm. I mean, if you if you want it to, it doesn't have to. So what's your first film going to be called? It's going to be called Person in Foreground Turning His Head and Looking at Someone Coming in the Door. Excellent, excellent. Yes. You'll be appalled. I was at the, the George Formby convention in Blackpool um, last weekend, and there was somebody there showing me 
uh, the stuff he put up on on TikTok. It's supposed to be for young people, but amazingly, one of the videos he did at the weekend got four and a half thousand views very, very rapidly. We're not quite sure why, um, but they won't accept video in landscape mode. They'll no. only take it in vertical mode. That's absolutely right. That's what absolutely is right. It is their USP. Hmm, that's very odd. So he started telling me about programs that will convert horizontal into vertical, and at that point, I think I zoned out a little. Oh uh, well, only by cropping the the edges off. There's yes. no other way of doing it. No. no. Well, you have to explain to me how to do that if I, if I ever start trying to post things on TikTok. Well, just hold your phone in portrait mode to start with. That's the, frankly is the simplest way. Oh yes, but if you take if you take video for many different things, then I think you'd do TikTok oh. as well. You can't really do that, can you? No, See, I thought this through. No, unlike Grant Chaps and his hydrogen submarines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's a result of an evening out of the pub, frankly. Very good, um, well done. Steve, thank you very much indeed. That was Steve Kaplan talking about the latest gadgets and gizmos. We'll be back with more at the same time next week. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.